Hello, and welcome to Burn Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I'm Jenna Steber, and I play Astra Blup, a fey adult half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is. And I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Anaj, a sarcastic, scheming, smoldering ifrit delighted by secrets and destruction. Caitlin Stadahar playing Patty Hertz, a ratfolk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. And I'm Paul Uckmeyer playing Zelf, an elven battle chef carving an aim for himself in the high-stakes world of magical cooking. And we're, of course, led today and for the rest of all time by our illustrious GM and world builder, Justin Green. Justin, how are you? Fantastic. I'm ready for some PvP. <laughs> I was just about to ask, yeah. how dare you claim to be fantastic? <laughs> In these trying times. Wow. I'm not a P or a P. So well, right. that's true. Well, <laughs> it's not PvP VGM yet. <laughs> no one can blame me for this one. It's been PvGM for so long, but now. No <laughs> blame. As we wrap up this dinner party, yeah. I am needing specific roles from specific people, but I don't want to say oh, no. who or why. So what I'm going to say <laughs> oh, no. is I'm going to have everybody make a perception check and everybody make a will save. Oh, right. Oh, God. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Way to just really put a cherry on top of this night. Let's see. It looks like Patty has a... 24 on her perception and a 15 on her will save. God, my rolls have been out of control tonight. I rolled a natural one on my perception for a total of 11. <laughs> no! Oh, no! Well, I'm sure none of that has anything to do with anything. <laughs> totally, no, totally no. irrelevant. Oh boy, it's just Caitlin and I today. Yes. One of the roles that I had you make at the end of last session was twofold. It was a perception check and it was different things for different people. Yours was a perception check to see if you were to notice somebody acting suspiciously. Interesting. And then that person's was a perception check to notice you if you were to <laughs> stealth around and follow them and try to yes. figure out what is going on. Yes. On the morning of the will reading... When you are out on the town collecting gossip and rumors, okay. you get a rumor that someone has been asking questions about the Ministry of the Fleeting Zodiac, the group that the journal claims is the one that is going around and beheading all of these demigods. Mm. This person seems to be trying to make themselves known to arrange a meeting one-on-one uh, -on -one with them. It does not take much effort for you as Patty Hertz to determine that this individual is Zelf who is doing this. Oh, Oh, uh, and he seems oh to be my. <laughs> trying to secretly meet with them on his own. I love this because <laughs> Caitlin and Patty have both been so distracted of by Zelf's backstory in Mjolnir. <laughs> I did not even think that he might be up to no good. But, <laughs> but I've been told what these Mjolnir battle chefs are like. <laughs> They're troublemakers. Oh, gosh. I think... 
I would like to see if I can maybe find out any more information about this organization and whether it had any ties to Chairman Naga. Uh, why don't you make a knowledge local check? Okay, knowledge local. I have rolled a nine for a total of 14. You know that Chairman Naga was a member of the Immortals Guild. You know that he has his hands in a lot of different pots, not just in Mjolnir. Essentially, one of Chairman Naga's goals, which we haven't talked about at all in the podcast, is that Chairman Naga wants to go to outer space. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking amazing (laughs) (laughs) he started this program that's called the society for promotion of arcane culinary expertise uh and it is known largely as space and uh, theoretically what he's passing it off of is it's his way of giving back to society chairman naga himself was a commoner all of his apprentices that he took on was a commoner he thinks that you know cooking should be spread to the masses and be made available what he really wants though is (laughs) To get to outer space. And he will do that through whatever means necessary. A lot of the quests that he sends these apprentices out on are in order to accomplish that goal ultimately. When you told me that Chairman Naga wants to go to space, which is spectacular. (laughs) I love it. I'm imagining him as like a Jeffrey Bezos style CEO writing on like a pay to go rocket trip. (laughs) My immediate thought is like, oh my God, we have a meteor that is like an important thing. We have a space artifact that is a crucial part of this. Mm -hmm. Is there any way I can find out, did any of these quests that he sent the apprentices on involve meteors or artifacts from space that are similar to a meteor? There's a couple things. You know that in Olvidel, Giha specifically was collecting all of these space rocks that she believes that she can channel the power of gods through these rocks, that the gods are just aliens. Interesting. And you know that uh, Chairman Naga has spent a great deal of time there. With her specifically or just in that area? In Olvidel generally, you know that Ogavia stole some of the staffs with space rocks on it uh, before the palace was destroyed. And you know the lunar octopus. A lot of the things that they were sent out to do were were very space-themed, even though they weren't directly related to this specific meteor. Okay, okay. The second thing that you learn, Patty, is that a member of the Hunter's Guild reaches out to Zelf uh, on two-day, which is the day that you are kind of just staking out the train's and Astra and Johnny have went to interview Gingery Till. Zelf was out and about handing out invitations. But also during that time, he was approached by the Hunter's Guild. And you are able to follow him oh, to shit. a rundown warehouse in West Milnor in Garnishtown, right by the river. It used to be like a, a fishery. Um, but it's been closed for years because all the fish are gummies now in the river. <laughs> so this place is like boarded up. Uh, He goes inside of there for maybe like a half hour. You can't really see 
or hear anything while he's in there, but you can watch him come and go from outside easily. I'm like thinking back to all the times that <laughs> Patty didn't quite trust Zelf and was like a little afraid of him. And I'm like, oh my God, it's warranted. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> so after the Marth by Marth party in the middle of the night, you hear Zelf sneak out of the Vilna estate. Oh my God. He's barefoot. He's wearing his pajamas with his like old timey stocking cap. You get the impression he doesn't seem to know where he is going, but that he's following some guide or directions that you can't see. I most certainly am going to follow him. Yes, absolutely. Without question. Uh, so eventually he ends up in an alleyway behind the trade station in West Milnor. And he meets up with him, begins having a whispered conversation with two figures. One of them you recognize immediately to be none other than Castian. <gasps> oh my God, my worst enemy. <laughs> the other person you've not met yourself, but you have seen in passing, it takes you a minute or two, but you're sure that this preteen half-elf is Astra's cousin, Small Blep. What? What can you tell me about Astra? I can tell you that she is incredibly dangerous. Hmm. And that you should stay far away from that rapier that she carries. Is she dangerous because of what she does and what she wants? Or is the danger kind of an accident, a happenstance of her being? I wouldn't fall for Astra's act that she has no control over what's going on. All right. Well, Zelf wants to walk closer to Castian and catch his facial expression in the moonlight. Give him a real shrewd look and try to understand what his angle is. Yeah, you can make uh, a sense motive check for me. I absolutely would love to. I actually added a point to that since it seems like I used it so much in Mjolnir. It's a total of 18. Zelf, you think, as always, Castian is being straightforward, that he is doing what he believes is right. He believes everything that he's saying, and he believes that it's in the interest of the greater good huh i feel like Cassian has to have the wrong idea about some things because he always jumps to the wrong thing first <laughs> but it's been pretty obvious from the beginning that astra isn't who she says she is <laughs> things are complicated and in order to make everything right we're going to need your cooperation we won't kill anybody just hold them this is where Zelf hesitates, because the more people he offers cooperation to, the harder it'll be to cooperate with any of them. At the cat cafe in Fainalin, you had told me that you had information on Patty Hertz. What were you going to tell me? Well, Castian, I want to cooperate with you, and I think that we can help each other, but I think I'm going to have to start by disappointing you, and we'll see where we can go from there. You see, Patty didn't kill Gamwir. He was dead when we found him. I can be Patty's alibi. Then was it Astra? Astra? Zelf thinks about the fact that Astra went through the portal before any of the rest of them did. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so, because it doesn't really fit her ammo. Granted, I don't know a lot about Astra, but the manner we found him dead, decapitated, I think it's unlikely, but not impossible. Still, it's our duty to make sure that she can't hurt anybody else. All right, Castian, I think I see a little bit more of what this picture looks like. I do think it's in everyone's interest if Bavel is kept from reaching further harm. He said he'd be in Antarm in three days. I'll do what I can to convince the team to go there. If I can, I'd like to convince Johnny to come with us to Antarm. Sure, yes. I, you know, Johnny 
is one of the best people that I know, but he's not always reliable. I hope you understand why I asked you here and not him. We should bring him into the fold when the time is right, but I don't know if we can trust him to make tough decisions when it comes to Astra. Yeah, it all depends on whether he thinks she's evil or not. Well, I've tried my luck on him with Patty. You can give it a shot with Astra if you think it'll stick. <laughs> I'm not good at maneuvering people against each other, though. Having come from a sporting background, I like everything to be above board. <laughs> people trash talk and then they shake hands when they go home at the end of the day. Small blep. Does your cousin Astra have any weaknesses? You've got to destroy the rapier. That's the only way. This has been very fruitful. I appreciate you trusting me. Castian, I don't know why nobody likes you. <laughs> who doesn't like me? <laughs> I, I can't think of anyone who does. Oh, I guess that's the downside of being in a position of authority. No one wants to be friends with their manager. He also says, oh, I also thought you might be interested in this. Uh, and he pulls from his pouch like a rolled up magazine and he unrolls it and hands it to you uh you see it's a copy of the madame ogavia expose it says i assume patty has been keeping information from going in and out of meal but the rest of the world continues to move forward uh, i just want you to be aware that your options are limited and shrinking rapidly as you are named as one of the people responsible in phanolin casting when is your bedtime I came into a spell that lets me send messages through dreams, oh. but the recipient has to be asleep. I'll do my best to update you each night on my progress. Wild. Absolutely wild. <laughs> and so that's where they part ways. Uh, Zelf returns to the Vilnet estate, and Castian and Small get back on a train and leave town. Man, why didn't I know this when the rapier and I were swirling around <laughs> in the fucking coin tornado? I could have just done it and acted like it was an accident. <laughs> I, Caitlin, and I, Patty, still do not trust Castian completely. <laughs> so I'm not going to totally just take him at his word that this is all true because he's just, this is all like, you know, hearsay. Oh, Small told me this. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, for sure. He's redeeming himself a little bit. Still <laughs> fuck that guy. But oh my goodness. You're going to make me be friends with Castian, aren't you? <laughs> just to fuck with me. No, I would never. I can't believe I have to be friends with Castian. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> the worst part of this, yeah. So everybody is in this craft room. There are beads on the floor in Aster's area. I will require an acrobatics check to move it full speed. Uh, like home alone? <laughs> oh, no. There are two portals that have shown up oh. in this building. Oh, are these like dimensional doors? Yeah, they are dimensional doors that have opened cool. up randomly in the area. They bounce around. So the first in initiative order is Johnny and Ash. All right, yes. Johnny Anaj yes. spends a mythic surge to use amazing initiative to give Astra yes. the crown of Lunas. Ah. And then we'll take a five foot <laughs> step next to Castian as a swift action, smite good, and full attack on him. Good God. Smite good. Johnny Anaj has mythic ranks. <laughs> this is true. 
that's a great fucking point, Paul. I totally ramped <laughs> over that. Deeply unfair. Uh-oh. I'm excited. I like the Mythic Rank subsystem. <laughs> I do, too. I think it's the coolest. Caitlin, I don't know if you know about Mythic Ranks, but we'll talk about them. They're really fun. How do I get this? No, let's keep going. It still feels deeply unfair. I don't know it's what it 100. is, but that's how I feel about it. <laughs> Your read is correct. The, the Mythic levels are literally like things that are from myth. Yeah. So, like, they're not, like, normal human stuff. No. They're, like, things that gods and mythical heroes of mm. the past would have yeah. done. And, mm. and and normal mortals have magic and stuff like that. Mm. I imagine whenever I spin the Mythic Surge, it kind of looks like the fire, the frenzied flame from Elden Ring. Like, it's kind of this, ah! like, red-orange, like, crazed flame just, like, burns out of uh, Johnny Anaj as he moves with just insane speed. Like, it, like, the image of him seems to shift and dance as he pulls the crown out and tosses it to Astra. Yeah. Nice. While also starting to burn with another sickly flame as he smites good against Castian. Castian's gonna die, yeah. It just envelops him and drips around his sword. Unless Castian has 200 hit points, he's just dead. He might. He's, you know, he's also a shadow in student of respectable levels. Oh god, that's so many dice! Jesus. Alright, does a 24 hit? Yes. I deal a lot of damage. <laughs> uh, I, uh, first hit is a 24 and deals 58 damage. Jesus uh, God. And the next hit mm-hmm. is a 28 Christ. and deals 58 damage. Mm-hmm. Andrew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck? You just dealt 116 damage to this dude in two hits? Oh, yep. my God. Oh, my God. I'm so glad we're on the same side. Yeah. High five, Astra. (laughs) (laughs) Evil. Team evil. (laughs) Yeah. Cassian is fast. He rolled a 20 for his initiative, only behind you by five points. He has sword drawn, but none of that prepares him for Johnny and Naj. And you do in one, well, two strikes of your blade, kill Cassian Griffiel. Oh my God. God. (laughs) I'm so happy that Cassian is dead, but he was my only ally. It's just me and Small Blep. What's Small Blep going to do? Nothing. He's going to die in one hit. Oh my God. Yeah, 100%. It's an upward swing that like carves up through the torso. And then the second one is like another downward swing, like at, a, at an angle. And then like the blood creates this like X mist. Yes, yeah. anime. Yeah. X resistors. <laughs> yeah. Oh my uh, God. Across the wall and Johnny and Aja's face because it goes in both directions. <sighs> he uses that also to like do like a wolf's howl or whatever. Jesus. He's so pleased that he got to do that combat role because he's been battle horny as. God damn. Patty hurts. What are you going to do, Patty? That was the worst thing Patty has ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm running. I'm getting the fuck out of this room. Whoa, I'm running. I'm moving myself from this situation. Oh, man. I'm gone. Yes. Patty Hurts is running yes. for her life. Yes. Patty, you Great. run around this table to the door uh, and you find that it is locked. No, fuck me. You hear a voice from behind you, and it's saying, Patty, come this way. (laughs) It is multiple voices layered over each other, like 50, 100 different people speaking at once. What? uh, In a low whisper that is coming from the nearest portal. 
I'm going in. I have no. I'm not. Yeah. She's standing yes. what, at this point. No what do you fear. have to lose? Like, what? I'm gonna try to hit Johnny and Naj with my tankard. Like, yeah, no, no, absolutely not. All right. <laughs> Patty's going towards the portal. We're going in. Jump in, Caitlin. Oh my god. 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 <laughs> Patty, you leap through this green, sparkling portal, and. You feel weightless for a second. You feel like you're flying. And then you exit inside of a cave that you are not familiar with. There is green energy coming through this room in waves. And you see deeper into the room a ifrit that you recognize from when you were in b I certainly do. Can anyone else see this map or is it just no. me? Oh my God, it's spectacular. Oh my God. I'm so angry that you're seeing this great map. Oh my God. <laughs> this is why I was like, it's things? just darkness. Can everyone see this? I gotta know. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm so jealous. Patty is absolutely terrified and frantic <laughs> but she sees not a friend necessarily but like an adult in the room and recognizes Orum <laughs> and is going to run oh, towards them whoa, whoa. Uh, oh my god as you get closer to Orum they turn to you standing tall leaning against their quarter staff so fucking casual Jeez. indeed <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Master Orum, hey, so we don't we don't know each other, but I know someone that you know, and it's Johnny Brightchild, and I know that you guys are really close, and something's really wrong with him. You got to do something. I mean, for all we know, Orum actually tried to kill Johnny Brightchild earlier, so Whoa. I don't know. <laughs> maybe because this is what happens to Johnny, like maybe Orum oh, is. Maybe oh, no. they know. Yeah. Yeah. Dark. Orum nods and begins moving towards the portal that you just came out of. Zelf, what would you like to do? Holy shit. <laughs> Paul, what are you going to do, Paul? Paul, what are you going to do? Justin Green, where is the crown of Lunas? Johnny has given it to Astra, I believe, right? It's in my hands, buckaroo. Is she holding it? Yeah. Zelf wants to intervene. I bet oh. he does. <laughs> Damn. What kind of check... <laughs> <laughs> kind of check what I have to make to get the crown away from Astra. Is it like a disarm check or like a grapple? I'm in a cage, so... With surrounded by beads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you open the door to the cage, you can make a disarm check. Can I reach through the bar? Yes, but I'll give you a penalty, like probably like a minus five penalty. And I'm going to slap your hand in a way that's really disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. The way I see it, I just need a way to keep Astra from putting the crown on. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you do. Huh. What is that going to be, Paul? Cut off her hands. Ew. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny and Ash. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Wild card. He's not on anyone's side, okay? Like, Justin, <laughs> what, if I, what if I use a bubblegum bag on Astra? I'm in a cage, so you're you're still gonna have to like thread that needle, bud. You yeah. put me in a cage. What do you expect? I I'll give you the same penalty, Paul. Minus five. Yeah. Yeah. If I open the cage, it takes too long. I feel like I've only got one shot at this. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because my turn's next. So. Whew. Scum. Scum for yeah, bonuses, Paul. I can hear, I can hear <laughs> his wheels in his mind turning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Zelf's only shot is to try to actually get the crown away. So he's going to try to get to the cage and push the crown out the other side with the giant fork. Ooh. What kind of roll do I have to make? Uh, I'll let you do a disarm check okay. using the fork's enhancement bonus and without the penalty. Lovely. Uh, if nothing else, he just wants to pin it to the wall of the cage so that she can't <laughs> crane her neck and stick her head into it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. You failed! Slapstick. I honestly had that thought when Andrew suggested cutting her hands off. I was oh, like, she could just scoop it up with her head. Fucking grim, y'all. Awesome. That won't stop her. Well, Castian died. It's all out the yeah, window. Yeah, Cassie just got murdered. <laughs> Justin Green, I rolled a three. <gasps> yes, you did. Yeah, you did, Paul. <sighs> yeah, that was it. It's a good try, Paul. Astrobleb, what would you like to do? Justin Green, <laughs> I'm going to put on this evil crown and become extra evil. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> evil on evil sandwich. She is just <laughs> quietly cheering on herself Yay. as she becomes yes. horrifying. Yes! Everything is going as bad as possible. Uh, I don't know. Uh, every All the player characters are still alive. That feels like really the point at which things stop being good. <laughs> um, but I guess if I kill this fraud zelf question mark, that'll still yeah. be true. Wow. We'll see. How does it always come down to one last roll to try to disarm somebody who's trying to put on the crown? That was so intense. That was great. It was such a yeah. great replication of what had happened. Yeah, Unintentionally, right? but yeah. come on. It was so good. Like, I am a demigod now, right, Justin? Um, eh. uh, Astra, you place the crown of Lunas on your head and you feel a surge of strength and energy come over you. Your mind broadens. You feel a connection to the past, to those who wore the crown before you. God. But there is no divine ascension. Come on, give her something. She deserves it. Instead, you're <laughs> met with visions of others who tried to steal Lunas's power for themselves. Those driven only by greed. So many of them Marths. And all meeting the same fate. Astra, you are no longer suffering from a vampiric affliction. You are a full-on vampire. Whoa. Oh, I love that. I yeah. love the idea that Astra only gets a fraction of the power that she thinks she's going to get. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems funny. appropriate and perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah, really appropriate. The whole point of the Lunas crown is you have to be tricked into putting it on. <laughs> oh. Johnny Anaj didn't know that. Yeah, because it's the trickster god. Yeah, no, that That's makes so sense. That's so funny. Uh, so Astra, you gain Dark Vision 60, you get plus six natural armor, uh, you are a full undead now, so you have all the undead defensive abilities, plus you have damage resistance of 10 to magic and silver, resistance to cold and electricity by 10. Your bite will now give negative levels. Oh, 
That's really good. And Incredible. you got plus six to your strength, plus four to your dex, plus two to your int, plus two to your whiz, plus four to your charisma. Well, the most important thing that I got is a special quality called gaseous form. As a standard action, the vampire can assume gaseous form at will, but it remains gaseous indefinitely and has a fly speed of 20 feet with perfect maneuverability. Oh, my. I I am simply going to turn into gas and just sort of filter out all of the bars of this cage. And I'm going to, first things first, uh, I haven't eaten. Oh, God. I'm so <laughs> glad I ran. Oh, I'm so glad I ran. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. It would have been very tempting to eat Patty. Uh, <laughs> it's also very tempting to try to eat Zelf or Johnny. But Astra has a loose end she has to take care of now. So she's going to re-manifest behind small blep. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, she turns back from gaseous form into her beautiful, normal self, standing right behind small blep. And I think she does that thing that you see in vampire movies where her gaseous form like wraps around small blep and then when it manifests, she's like got her hand on his head, bending his (laughs) neck back. And she goes for the bite. Awesome. God, maybe this is like, Subconsciously, why I decided to rewatch True Blood. Monster <laughs> 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 is a vampire, and I needed yes. vampire content in my life. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's my turn. Awesome, uh, Johnny and Ash. What would you like to do? Oh man, Johnny and Ash killed the paladin of Gavlin. You know, sated yeah. his his yeah. battle lust. Saw that Patty ran through the dimensional portals. So he's just kind of like, Zelf, what are you doing? What's happening here? Are you betraying us? Are we enemies now? Are we fighting? (laughs) I don't know. Is Lunas taking over Astra and turning into a vampire a betrayal? The more demigods that exist right now, the better, because the Ministry's destroying them. So that's my angle on the self. Is that what you're here to do too? I have to stop what's happening in front of me, which is Astra murdering her cousin. (laughs) (laughs) We can talk after. Okay, fine. I won't intervene. Oh. <laughs> He's not going to do anything else this turn. <sighs> Patty Hurts, what would you like to do? I got no other options right now other than hang out in this cool cave. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Patty, make a perception check. I rolled a 22. You see a couple things as you move deeper into the cave. To your left, you see radioactive fluid that has built up on the ground, and you feel a bit feverish the further that you go into the mines. In the air, you see two creatures, and they are (laughs) (laughs) bird-like. You know, like in Looney Tunes, when Tweety (laughs) becomes like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, like (laughs) Tweety? They look like that. They're giant (laughs) canaries uh, with crazy eyes. They have notably two sets of wings. So four four wings in total. Oh, I hate them. (laughs) You you can't see much of it because it's higher up than where you're at, like on a higher level. But you can see just the tip of the meteor and they seem to be circling it. Oh, shit. Justin Green. Yeah. Are these mining canaries that got irradiated? <laughs> Maybe. Oh my God. The, the very first thing I'm going to immediately do is pop a Half Life candy in my mouth because yeah. I have a bunch yes. of those. Because <laughs> I'm not looking to get irradiated today. Oh, so smart. 
Perfect. As soon as you stick that in your mouth, that sickening feeling leaves you. Up on the ledge where the meteorite is, there is flowing green energy and it takes the shape of various humanoid spirits of all different sizes and races, but they all have four arms. That's the one thing that they all have in common. You see a rock person with four arms. You see an old witch with four arms. You see like a roguish gilman with four arms and he winks at you and beckons you up to join them. <laughs> you think for a second that you see a spirit that resembles Bavel, but it gets mixed in with the crowd. Oh my God. Among the spirits that are floating around, you see one living, breathing person, though, and that is Nerissa, who is a pink-haired girl from Shadow End. You don't know her very well, uh, but she's friendly with Johnny. She has two extremely large gauntlets on her hands, and she's pacing around the meteorite. I think the first thing I would like to do is like try to like call out to Nerissa and just be like, Nerissa! Girl, what are you doing in this cave? What is going on here? Patty Hurts? Is Bavel here? I came to help Bavel ascend. Hmm. I'm like, I'm having to decide some really big decisions that I haven't really thought about. Like, <laughs> do I want Bavel to succeed? <laughs> like, right? what do I want the end result to be here? What do I want to happen? It's all in your paws, Patty. God, <laughs> I love this. I feel so important. I'm going to continue my information gathering. I'm going to be like, do you know who are who are these people in the in the goop? Why do they have so many arms? She squints her eyes at you and she's like, what are you talking about, Patty? I don't see any people. Oh. Yes. <gasps> God. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Caitlin so badly wants to find out more about what's going on. Oh, my God. Forearm ghosts, radioactive ghosts. Caitlin wants to go on a side story and. Yeah, vision quest. Abandon all of your teammates. Oh, yeah. My teammates are already gone. Oh, Grim. I think I'm about to go on like a spirit quest right now. Yes. I bet we're the only actual play podcast you've ever listened to that has a flashback leading into a secret conversation that is itself listening in on another secret conversation. I listen to a lot of superb actual play podcasts, and I feel like Burnt Cookbook Party brings something really unique to both the D&D side and the podcast side. Like, how many podcasts are out there doing secret recordings? Not enough, in my opinion. And the PvP aspects, forget about it. You've got to have so much trust and respect in your game group to do stuff like this. And we have that, and I love it. So if you're enjoying this totally unique actual play podcast experience, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash bcbparty. It's through the generous support of our listeners that we get to experiment with this format. And every single subscription we get helps a lot. Again, that's patreon.com slash bcbparty. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. 
the new Hulu Original Limited Series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Zelf, what would you like to do? Oh boy. Zelf will say, so this is who you really are, Astra. How long has that been the case? He attacks. Oh. Yeah, okay, I was going to say. I, I could tell a snarky comment that didn't require a response when I hear one. Uh, Justin, I'm going to use my swift action to do studied combat. Gives me a plus two. I still only get a ten. Uh, I rolled a two. Good. Whiff, Paul. <laughs> What's that I smell? It's another Paul whiff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy, really. Jen is really taking on her evil persona here. My goodness. It's a bit too good of a fit. I'm concerned. I have to sell it. Mostly he wants to distract her from attacking small, if possible. We'll see. Uh, Astra, what would you like to do? She'll, she'll let go small and drop him to the ground and turn towards Zelf. <laughs> giant fork. <laughs> I just have so many new cool powers, and it's hard because yeah. I don't actually want to. I don't want to kill Zelf. What? I want, I want Paul to stay in the game so we can keep playing ah. and having a good time. <laughs> Jenna doesn't want to kill Aww. Zelf, and now that you've put that energy out there, you can kill Zelf. Yeah, now it's okay. <laughs> what I am going to you do is use my dominate superpower to crush oh, Zelf's will. Ah, okay. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> mentally destroy him. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Zelf has good will, right? It's okay. I won't kill him. I'll just turn him into a slobbering zombie. Yeah, and then we can hang out still. He becomes a Renfield. I was just going to say a yeah, Renfield situation. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Paul, don't you think you could play a good Renfeld? Well, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I, it's, I cast a dominate person spell as though I'm a caster level 12, which is pretty wild. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Dominate person 
Okay, yeah, it does do one one day per level. So okay, that makes one sense. day. Great. Yeah, <laughs> per, per per level. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, thankfully I've got a ridiculous charisma score now because I'm a vampire. <laughs> yeah, because you're fucking suave ass, fucking cold killer. <laughs> uh, oh, I think amazing. you just get a will check to negate it. I think that's it. What's the DC? DC twenty one. Uh, let's uh, try it. Uh, is this an enchantment effect? Yes. Yeah. Uh, then that's 13, which was my base roll, plus my will save, plus 3 for inspiration, 16, plus 2 for my racial bonus versus enchantments effects, 18, and then plus 2 for my class ability, total of 20. <gasps> okay. Astro, when you try to take over Zelf's mind... Yeah. You find that it is strange. It is not a normal mind. You've only done this once before, but as soon as you see the mind in there, it's as if it disappears entirely. What? And Zelf's body falls limp. Oh my god! Just like a dummy, like a doll. Oh, what the like, absolute what the fuck? Uh, wow. Astro goes, oh my god, I killed him. Johnny! <laughs> I am having mixed feelings about this. I feel like I should feel worse. <laughs> well, feed on whoever you're gonna feed on, Astro. And then we gotta get going. I do wanna <laughs> check somehow the body. Yeah, you wanna make a heal check or you could use uh, detect magic. 20 on spellcraft check. Oh, spending time in Mjolnir, you heard a lot of stories about the evil chefs there. In particular, you heard one about a chef called Urkelf, who was known (laughs) for making food golems of Uh, himself. Oh my gosh! Shit. Oh my god. It's a fucking clay face plant. Oh my god. Creativity. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so impressed and infuriated. I'm so impressed, but I'm so mad. <laughs> he used my my own work against me in this oh way. Oh my god, so masterful. So it's genuinely yes. In a way that makes me so angry. Okay, great. All right. Well, that's my turn, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna, I want to thank you for creating food golems. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. It's <laughs> so fun. It's such a fun concept. Johnny and Naj, what would you like to do? Wow. Um like I guess like yeah, it's just going to kind of go over to the food golem of Zelf like a Darth Vader kind of does to the the cloak of Obi-Wan. It's just kind of like prodding it like what? <laughs> Poke it with a stick. What the hell is this? <laughs> Johnny, what happened? Johnny, where did we go wrong? (laughs) Or have we? No, I think we're still on the right track, Astra. I think we just need to push a little bit further. I bet we need to go through one of these portals. Uh, I've got to get my sword back. You're welcome to help, but it's just going to be a quick in and out. Quick in and out? Yeah, that sounds fine. There. Yeah, as you uh, wait for Astra, you hear a soft thud behind you, 
and you see Master Orem step through the portal oh. that Patty <laughs> escaped through. No one else, Johnny, would know the hatred and rage that was coming oh. off of Orem. Anybody else oh. looking at them would see that they're as serene as ever. But you know <laughs> that they mean business. And oh boy. they are going to, can they make it to you? I think monks get a lot of speed bonuses, don't they? Yeah. I can't do a flurry, right? but I can just bash you with staff. <laughs> I can just bash you. <laughs> Orem leaps off the table and runs at you uh, with their quarterstaff raised. Ooh, my AC is 22. Uh, I rolled a 29. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ouch. damn. And Crack. strikes you for 15 damage, Johnny. <laughs> Your master. Yeah, compare that to Johnny's 100. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, it's definitely not their full power. All right. Like, it's just. Yeah, and this is like really embarrassing. Like, for your master to come back. <laughs> to come, like, whack you with a stick, right? Yeah. Old school. That's a real scolding. That's what you just got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Patty Hurts, what did you like to do? Um, I would like to continue heading for that portal. Great. Scurry, Patty, scurry. <laughs> Patty's gonna. Stop at the precipice, look around, shrug, and jump in. <laughs> Jumping in. Yeah, Even behind yeah. the forearm ghost, huh? Yeah. Just not going to investigate. She might find out more. <laughs> now I love this. Patty, you exit this portal about 20 feet up from where you were previously. You can look down. You're right on the edge, uh, and you can see the portal you just came through. You can see Nerissa. But you are standing (laughs) right in front of the meteor. And this thing is gigantic. Oh, my God. It's huge. Towering above you. Patty, you feel all of those voices that were talking at once uh, continuing to talk in your head. But now they're all saying different things. Oh, no. Impossible to make out what they're saying. Oh, no. (laughs) You can feel just confusion setting in. You can hear slowly... (laughs) <laughs> the voice is coming together, uh, just saying, embrace it, embrace it. One of the oh canaries as it flies past us, embrace it. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking creepy. And I will have you make a will save against this confusion. Oh my God. Guys, is Patty about to lose her mind? <laughs> oh is Patty about to go insane? Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a little context <sighs> for the decision that I'm oh about to God. make that I've already okay. decided. Oh, yeah, wow. right? Yes, yeah. So excited. <laughs> Thank you for telling us. Patty's world has absolutely been turned upside down. <laughs> Everything is complete insanity. Everything she thought she knew is wrong. Everyone she thought she trusted has been lying to her it's time to embrace the insanity <laughs> and just become one with it yeah, yeah. Yes, Patty. yeah yeah welcome to the squad no, just like, like. <laughs> <laughs> she was the last holdout but here we go are you wanting to purposely fail this save oh my god let's do it yeah let's do it As you accept this insanity, Patty, suddenly the voices talking over each other, they make sense to you, strangely. Great. It's like you can hear each one of them individually uh, and you can process it. They are telling you their histories. Oh, my God. uh, And they're telling you about Hibdal. 
one of the canaries lands nearby perching on the meteor and it says to you, I am a canarold of Hibdal. <laughs> you are a follower of Hibdal. Oh, you did join the church of Hibdal. That is that is true. Oh my god. <laughs> Come closer, child of Hibdal, and accept the gift of the meteor. Oh my Wait, god. Wait, what? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Do it. Do it. Holy shit! Do it. Yes! Are yes. you telling me that the whole time Bavel wasn't the demigod, it was Patty? Oh my god! He <laughs> wasn't, wasn't the demigod yet. I don't, man, oh my god. We've already taken the first step. I'm already on the path. Yeah. Patty <gasps> believes in destiny, and this is apparently her destiny. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes! Whatever yes. food golem, you can't stop us. <laughs> <laughs> I hit one shot and I whipped. <laughs> Patty, you step forward to touch the meteor and you reach out, place your hand against it. Above you, for the first time, you can tell that there are more people in this room. And looking up, you see four individuals. They are all wearing blue robes that cover their face entirely. There's a small space for like a, a black visor that they can see through. On their chest, there is a gold 10-pointed oh. star. Oh, no. One of them uh, on their back has a gigantic sword uh, rivaling Johnny's that's oh. entirely crystal. Oh, my God. You see them, but they do not seem to notice you. They are focused on a chant, some sort of ritual that they are doing as a group Uh but you don't feel any particular concern (sighs) you don't really understand the magic anyway but now you feel relaxed at one with entropy and chaos (sighs) uh Uh, (laughs) zelf oh my god (laughs) (laughs) why Uh, yeah what you have abandoned the food golem uh, you are elsewhere. We'll come back to you. Oh, uh, <laughs> so casual. Yeah. So casual. <laughs> well, Self wakes up in a cold sweat. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Astra, what do you want to do? I'm going to retrieve my sword by any means necessary. Excellent. Yeah. The dwarves are terrified of you and they are not going to put up a fight. They will hand it over to you if you don't attack them. They'll, they're like holding it out to you frightened, uh, like huddling together <laughs> in a corner. Uh, I'm not going to attack them. There's bigger fish to fry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she will make some menacing teeth snaps at him like, hey, just so they know that she could. <laughs> Yeah, like a rabid dog. <laughs> I think she's just going to physically pick Small up and put him in the room with the dwarves and, okay. and just just get him out of the way. Yeah, Adult stuff is happening. <laughs> Small blep holding his neck where you bit him. He's uh, just going to go, Astra, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, kid. Uh, gosh, people just keep coming and going, Johnny. Johnny is probably deep in battle mode. Seeing Orem this worked up is great. It's so awkward. I'm just really not in the mood to meet a new person at this moment. Been there. Yeah. She's just not going to engage with Orem. <laughs> uh, Johnny, it's your turn. All right. 
Uh, Johnny is going to smite good against Aurum. <laughs> no! <laughs> like, you know, licking his teeth and probably the edge of his blade. Yeah, that sounds right. He's going to say, wow, what an expression. It's like you're finally alive. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Big anime vibes. Big anime yeah. fighting yes. vibes. Yeah. Yeah, this is the moment in every martial art movie where the villain kills the master and then one of the one of Orem's other students is going to come to avenge them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The real Johnny Brightchild. Yeah. What? And the yeah, other body right? of the cat. The actual <laughs> oh, Johnny. man. Yes. Please. Oh. All right. So cool. That does a 21 hit? Uh, the 21 doesn't hit, but the 32 definitely hits. Uh, 32 is 43 damage on the first hit. So. Nice. <laughs> and just nice. snarls. And um, using the Cornigan Smash is going to attempt to make a demoralization check against Orem. I don't know if they are susceptible to fear. I think oh, that like they maybe that's a monk thing. Are. So it's 29. And then they take a minus four for being close to me because of the, the <laughs> anti-paladin aura okay so yeah you you beat it but just barely all right if i successfully demoralize an opponent as a swift action i may make an attack again awesome insane uh, so I, what a build yeah, yeah. <laughs> wild. it's so wild i'm gonna do another attack I don't know, 35 to hit, and I deal 40 more damage as, oh like, I, as, like, you know, the first time I hit Orem, and I lock eyes with them, and I'll say, so is this why you sent the pirate to kill me? You knew this would happen? How many loops have you been through? Like, as a, as a way to, like, kind of, like, throw off their focus, and uh, then in that moment, hit them again. I just want to say how insane it is that with a successful hit, you get a free demoralize, and with the demoralize, <laughs> you, you get, get a free attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah so exactly. Funny. Oh my god, <laughs> chain is so funny. Yeah, but if they're fearless, it's just like, you know, that doesn't... Not that many things are fearless, but I get it. Yeah. I mean, when you get to the level that these two are fighting at. Yeah. <laughs> this is just some big anime fight stuff happening. It's so much... Uh, Orm has an ability that where they can redirect the damage back of the person attacking them. Oh my god! Uh, but I, did not, <laughs> I didn't roll high enough, unfortunately. Oh, for oh that. my god! Oh, that's that would have been insane. Using the wind, Orm swings on their quarter step and tries to redirect your strength back at you. Uh, but you are able to hold steady, Johnny. They are shaken by what you're saying, but their determination doesn't waver. Um, and they're going to use their key flurry. So a regular flurry of oh, blows, no. but using a key point to make an additional attack, which gives them six attacks. Oh my Is God. Oh my good God. <laughs> You're looking to beat oh, no. a 22. A 22. Oh, so that yeah. is four of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> the screen is literally covered oh, in no. dice right now. Spectacular. Oh, no. Oh, All right. no. That's awesome. Oh, one of those is a critical. Two of them I are a two crit. of those are criticals. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Where Johnny has strength, Orem has speed. Yeah. And they beat you senseless with both ends of this quarter staff. <laughs> a total of 72 damage, Johnny, coming at you. Um, so that puts me at negative four. Oh, oh. oh. oh my god. <laughs> Whoa. Astra, Johnny and Naj is just knocked out in front of you. What is going through your mind? 
This is the first time I think anybody has spelled Johnny <laughs> in any yeah. in any form. It, yeah. In yeah. Any context, yeah. Uh, uh, Astra is absolutely flabbergasted. Um, she's like, "Wow, you must be the most powerful person I've ever seen to lay Johnny out like that." It's not the first time either, Astra. Uh-oh. I've done it every yeah. loop, and I'll continue to do it every loop. Oh shit! Oh shit! And if you choose the path of Lunis, then you'll meet the same fate. Wow! 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 This is so awkward, but I don't remember if we've met. (laughs) 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 Don't get me wrong. I am afraid of you. I just saw you lay Johnny out pretty wildly. But like, oh boy. Uh, I see him right now. I'm trying to decide if I think Astra actually did think she got more powerful than she actually did in the the ultimate show of hubris. I think you've got a decent chance of dominating them. (laughs) I don't think I do, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. But do you? Does yeah. Astra think does she has Astra a chance of doing it? Regrettably, <laughs> normal Astra isn't, but I think vampire Astra is extremely prone to hubris. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a weird move for Orem to talk to somebody who's got the crown on and be like, choose another path. Like, I don't think so. I think you're already, you've got some momentum. <laughs> I think Orem knows it didn't take. Oh. I, that would be my guess. I think they know yeah, it didn't actually. <laughs> the power was supposed to because Astra wanted it too bad. <laughs> um, all right. Astra's going to try to cast Dominate on them. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, that makes oh the choice God. easy. Yeah, that's great. Yep. DC still 21. They're going to roll a one. Uh, for will save. <laughs> Let's see here. This could work, and that'd be incredible, but there's just no way. <laughs> oh, what? Wow. Oh, my God. Natural 20. Oh, my God. For the nice podcast listeners, that was fantastic. Fourth natural uh, 20. I know, this is the thing. Is these are all statistics, yeah. But how is Orem actually <laughs> rolling like a fucking god? Yeah, like, like that's, that's insane. Yeah. Just like that's 20, just 20, this, 20, like da 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 da. <laughs> it's unreal. Like we get to see the rolls. Yeah. <laughs> these are these are actual rolls happening. Yeah, we can see that Orem gets a plus twelve, so he had a decent shot of failing. Yeah. Yeah. I could this could have worked. I'm making up for Aritas. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> oh. Look into my eyes (laughs) (laughs) and let me dominate you. Is this is this doing anything? (laughs) And that's that's my turn. (laughs) Patty hurts. You are being enveloped by all of these green spirits. They are coming up one by one and placing one of their four hands on your shoulder. Each time this happens, you feel your very essence being pulled towards another location. It's unsettling, but you allow this to happen. Suddenly, you're somewhere else entirely. You are no longer inside of the mines. You can look up and see the open sky, but not the one that you're accustomed to. This is a dark green, and it makes the stars seem brighter, closer, 
and passing over you in the vastness of space is an asteroid belt. Oh my god. Back in the mines, one of the four robed individuals leaps down from the perch that they're at. It is the one that is holding the crystal sword. This individual drives it into the meteor from above, like floating (gasps) down. Even though this is a huge rock, like solid rock, 20 feet tall, 30 feet long, uh, this sword slides into it like butter. (sighs) And creates like a a cracking effect that spreads slowly at first, but then across the entirety of the meteor. And from the cracks, blue liquid begins to pour out of it. Oh my God. It's like a giant hard candy with a liquid center. It's a giant gusher. It's a gusher. It's a a stale gusher. (laughs) Full of spiders. The meteor splits in half, both sides crashing loudly onto the (gasps) cave floor and All of the green spirits that have been building up in this room, it's like a gust of wind comes from the meteor and they're thrust out. Patty, as this happens, you find your presence like jolted back to the mines, but your body has become green and translucent (gasps) like the collection of spirits and you disappear with them as they're pushed out of this space. Oh my God. What? Patty just became a magical girl. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's a Magic long is radiation. Way from swinging a machete. <laughs> yeah. The blue liquid continues to flow out of this meteor like a fountain. There seems to be no end to it. It's covering the ground, but not just pooling like you would expect water to do. It's absorbing whatever it touches. Everything is becoming blue liquid. The rocks, the mining equipment, Mm. even the man with the crystal sword. And he doesn't seem concerned about this. He stands perfectly still, leaning on the sword as he is enveloped in blue and disappears Uh. into it. He has had a lot of Capri Sun in his time. (laughs) (laughs) The three remaining individuals at the top in their blue ministry robes watch this as well. Two of them are at peace, staring down. The third one uh, is like a tiny child. This child removes their mask, and it is uh, about a seven-year-old Zelf. What? Zelf, what is going through your mind right now? Wow. What? I'm sitting here with my mouth gaping open, just like unable to speak. Child self, who looks just like a child version of his adult self. Heavy lidded eyes, sneer on his face. Wrinkles. One eyebrow slightly raised. Oh my god. Adorable. But pale and in a cold sweat from having just cut the connection with his meatloaf column. He's just staring into this cosmic force in front of him. And he slowly shakes his head as the blue liquid rises up over his feet. Awesome. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. What? what uh, has, uh, has Zelf been a meatloaf golem this whole time? Has Zelf been a <laughs> baby this whole time? <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, my God. Meatloaf babies. <laughs> meatloaf baby. Oh, man. I can't believe you found a way to top how horrible this Johnny and Nosh situation is. <laughs> oh, boy. It was a long shot. Astra. Uh, yeah. Jesus. You're standing here with Orem, and Orem 
speaks to you and says, you're about to have another chance to do it right this time, Astra. I hope that you make better decisions. Fuck. Uh, Fuck you. You don't tell me what to do. (laughs) As Orem (laughs) speaks, the walls of the craft room turns blue. (laughs) At first, it's just the color. Then you see it start to like drip down like it's melting and and it spreads to the floor and this blue liquid is moving, moving, moving towards you across the room, turning everything that it touches into goo. Uh, And you have about 30 seconds to do anything, something that you might want to do. As just going to return true to form. And she's going to make a run for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's it. She's going to bail as far and quickly as she can. Literally trying to outrun fate. Yeah. Yeah. You leap into the same portal that Patty had went to. uh, And you find yourself up to your waist in in blue liquid. Oh, no. The the caves are already gone. uh, Just a blue mass. And you disappear into it as well merging into this liquid back in the craft room Orum uh, accepts their fate they willingly and happily go into the blue liquid uh, Johnny and Naja's unconscious body as well <laughs> miles and miles and miles away in the whispering woods a boat pulls up to a waterfall that has Molni the cat lord and Johnny Brightchild in the body of a cat on it. <laughs> you have been on quite a little adventure together, uh, traveling Aww. to where Molni has promised to take you to where he has hidden his crystal sword, the God Killer, the only weapon that can kill a demigod, to prove sure. to you that it's still safely hidden away in this cave. Yep. As you guys approach the entrance and he hands you the crystal key that belongs to him, he tells you, all right, Johnny, uh, this is the start of a new adventure for us. I hope you're excited. Gonna go uh, d- do some little d- dungeon diving like the old days. Yeah. Whoa, dude, totally. I am super. Wow. I can, like, wow. Oh, yeah. it's Johnny. <laughs> Real Johnny. So I can't wait to listen to the one shot that's just the adventures of Johnny and Molly. Oh my god. Oh man. You guys dock your boat and Johnny as you get out back onto land. Uh you feel a couple raindrops, uh, even though it's been nice weather this entire trip, of course, now uh that you're finally settling down. It looks like it's gonna storm. Yeah. Wow, I can't help but feel like all of my friends have died while I was having fun adventures <laughs> oh, it's weird. with my god. I was having the sweet boat time like with my god. Like It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the sky itself is turning from like a normal like light sky blue to this unnatural like ultra blue, like vibrant blue. Uh, that It's not a normal sky color. So cool. Yeah. The rain that is falling onto you is the exact same color. It's as if the sky itself is starting to drip down onto you. Uh, like paint almost. So cool. Uh, Molni? Uh, you see this too, right? <laughs> when you turn back to speak to Molni, you see that the river that you just had climbed out of is also this blue liquid now. Mm. And the boat that Molni was tying up uh, sinks into it. And 
the rope that he was tying to it turns into liquid. It, as it travels up the rope, it reaches Molney's arm, and then Molney himself becomes the blue liquid as well. Johnny, you have about 30 seconds. What would you like to do? All right. Well, uh, is there anything left of Molney? Like a, an emblem, like a, a necklace or anything like that? Everything becomes the goo. Do I still have the crystal key? Yes. All right. Well, then I'm going to run towards the cave where it's stored as quickly as possible. <laughs> Great. Book it. Johnny, you are racing up to the top of this waterfall. Of course, being a fun-loving adventurer, Molni has hidden the god killer behind a waterfall. <laughs> you get about halfway before the blue liquid catches up with you. You do your Johnny best to power through. Your boots are melting and pulling like you've stepped in gum, but your whole foot is the gum. You can just spot a peak of the cavern behind the falls with Molni's holy symbol shining on the wall. When you collapse into the blue liquid and disappear. Patty hurts from where you're standing on this foreign planet, looking out at this asteroid belt. Past that, you see a small planet in the distance that turns entirely blue and then implodes in on itself into nothingness. Oh, yeah. Wow. While wow. I, Caitlin, am astounded, <laughs> I think that ghost spirit Patty finds it kind of beautiful. Uh. Time passes. It feels like a few seconds and an eternity all at once. And then, Patty, you watch it rebuild itself from nothing. Like someone is pouring blue liquid into an invisible goldfish bowl. It's taking the shape of a perfect sphere. And then it solidifies into aerosol as if... Nothing had oh. ever happened. Oh. And that's where we'll end. Wow. Good <laughs> God, wow. I'm speechless. I'm going to stay up till 2 a.m. again just thinking about <laughs> oh this. Wow. I'm not Whatever. even going to watch True Blood. I'm oh. just going to sit on the couch and ponder. The hell was that baby self? What the <laughs> fuck does that mean? I'm like, just yeah. watching <laughs> my own thoughts. God, just the scene of Patty watching the planet reform. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? Like, that's, that's the part. Insane. She's not on the planet. Like, she's no. outside. Oh She's outside. No. Oh, no. oh my god. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Fuck. Wow, everyone. We did it. Forty nine episodes, one complete loop. That's just it, which makes this a perfect time, if you haven't already, to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash bcbparty. Without your subscriptions, stories like this wouldn't be possible. And what a story! Aren't you excited to figure out what is happening with everyone in the next loop? If, if you are, or if you enjoyed this first loop, now's the time to subscribe. Patreon.com slash bcbparty. Thank you. And thank you especially to everybody who already subscribes. It is because of your generosity that we were able to do these 49 episodes and get to this moment. And we're extremely grateful for all of you. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Anaj, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stieber as Astroblep, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. 
This episode was edited for content by Justin Green and edited for sound by Akshay Balakrishnan. Produced by Jenna Stieber. I am spiraling about baby zone. Oh I'm so stressed out about whatever that is. Whatever that's going to be. I'm going to leave all that up to Justin. Oh, no. What, what, I, don't even, I don't even want to hear. Who is responsible? Who is the one that reached out to the other one, Paul, or was it Justin? It was like, let's do baby self. Let's do that. It's probably no. an organic thing, you know? Like, uh, it, like who knows really where baby self came God. from? Texted each other at the exact same time at Maybe 2 a.m. Always existed. Met in a dark alleyway. It's always been baby self from the beginning. No. Can't, I can't deal with that. <laughs> I can't deal with Manny being his elder. Oh, <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, uh-huh. That's why he doesn't have a chef name yet, because he's too young. He's not old enough to... Uh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I am just crying. <laughs> <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.